Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. All right, no time to waste. We have a hell of a game to talk about, and we are going to do the Gallup poll version with five weeks to go in the season, a sneak preview of the year-end awards that we call the Boomies on this show. But first, best of the best. This week's best of the best. America's team. The Dallas Cowboys, three-and-a-half-point favorites as they welcome Dom DeSandro and the Philadelphia Eagles. Mr. Boomer, we have arrived at a point where it is Cowboys statement time. How much does this game mean? Not only to the Cowboys and the season, but also to Dak. It's time. Yeah, this is you. Got to win this game. Look, Dak has played great this year. The last six weeks, he's been on point. We both felt like they should have won the last time these two teams met in Philadelphia. Uh, They're on a four-game heater right now, especially offensively. And he's found his Drew Pearson. He's found his Michael Irvin, and his name is CeeDee Lamb. And they are virtually impossible to stop. I think the Dallas Cowboys at home are completely different than they are on the road. And I know that they've beaten up on a lot of bad teams. Why is that, though? For one moment. What? The, the the splits are so different. Why is that? Well, I, I also think that's the teams that they're playing against. You okay. know? So And they're playing against some bad teams. I mean, you know, you beat the Giants, you beat the Red, uh, the Commanders, you beat the Seahawks, who are a, an okay team but not a great team. So this is the real test for them. This is their test to put the, the, the stink of the 49er loss earlier in the season in the rearview mirror. And they got to come out, and they got to come flying. And I think they will be. I think their fans are going to be just fired up. And like I said, revenge spot for them. And look, they've scored 49, 33, 45, and 41 points in their last four games. As I said earlier in the show, the Eagles have given up 76 points to two good offenses in the last two weeks in their building. So you're going to sit here and tell me that there's any way that the Eagles are going to be able to keep this game close? I think the Dallas Cowboys will win this game. And I think they'll win this game going away. Maybe an, oh, by the way, touchdown for the Eagles at the end. But I do think the, the Cowboys are at least scoring 31 points here. Yeah, and it's 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 a spot. Like, we talk about this all the time, guys. There's certain weeks and certain games. It's it's not a setup, but it's a it's a spot where one team is supposed to win that game. And Boomer just highlighted it. They're Cowboys at home, lying in wait. They're right here for it. Eagles. That's an incredibly physical game against the Niners. It's like in college. You play Alabama. They beat you twice. Play the Niners. They can beat you twice. So here's the Eagles. They're coming in off a 92-play defensive performance against Buffalo. Yeah. They play against San Francisco, who had 10 days prior to the game against the Eagles, 
And now the Eagles have to go to Dallas, where Dallas now has 10 days before they play the Eagles. It's a spot. I feel like the Eagles got set up here by the schedule makers. And you just hate to see it. Sorry, that's the Giants fan in me. (laughs) Um, I am taking Dallas laying the three and a half. And I think this game decides the East. Agree? Yeah, I do agree. And the other thing, Dallas does have a tough schedule finishing, but you know the Eagles and Jalen Hurts are not healthy on offense, and they have not really had a like I would say a perfect offensive game, like where they played solid for four quarters. There's a lot of hero ball being done. Um, you know, he had a bad first half against the Buffalo Bills, but showed why he's paid what he's paid because he put the team on his back to win that game in overtime. So. He's still, you know, the most important player for the Eagles. I just don't know if he's 100%. No, he's not. I mean, I've been saying it for weeks, man. I, I Even if it's this, he doesn't have that extra gear. He doesn't have the explosiveness. He can still move, and he can still get you the eight-yard first down. You know what we're not seeing? We're not seeing a 27-yard game. We're not seeing the explosiveness, and the passing game is not in rhythm. There's something missing there. Yeah, because he's not doing it on time. Like I told you, he's not sitting in the pocket and reading the defense and throwing it to open guys. Like I told you, I gave you three examples. Brock Purdy, Tua Tungabailoa, and Dak Prescott are yeah. all doing that or have been doing that. So that's what he needs to learn. And for some reason, uh, you know, he is bailing out of the pocket way too early on a number of pass plays. That's tragic. Just hate to see it. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Hurts your heart. So we're both taking a count. Yeah, I am. I yes. just I, I think you've said it all. Let's go to the final word. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Kickoff with Boomer and Valenti, presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos, brought to you by those who drink it. And Lowe's, Lowe's knows home improvement. The final word. So this is like a, a Gallup poll, if you will. This is a preview. With five weeks to go, we call it a stretch drive preview of the Boomies, which we normally reserve for the postseason. These are the Boomer Esiason Award Summer, serious summer, not I leave it to you to figure it out. They should be blatantly obvious. So let's start out right here, right now, MVP. Boy, I'll tell you what, I got five people in line for the MVP right now, and you don't need a last name to attach to their first name to know who they are. Tua, Brock, Dak, Tyreek, and CJ. That's right, CJ Stroud. He's right there with those guys. And for me, it's going to be a furious finish for all five of these players And that's where the MVP is coming out of, one of these five players. I have a belief here. You may think this is wrong. If Tyreek, right now Tyreek's sitting at about 1,500 yards. I think he's got 1,480 or something like that, 12 touchdowns. If Tyreek Hill crosses 2,000 yards, I told you a few weeks ago, Tyreek plus 5,000 was an interesting play there. Tyreek should be your MVP. Yeah, I mean, and he changes the game. There's no question about it. But somebody has to get him the ball. And somebody has to get other guys the ball. All right, so let me ask you a question. And somebody's now. got to throw at 70% completion percentage. Right, hold on. And that's exactly what Dak, Tua, and Brock are doing. They're all at 70% completion percentage. That's pretty impressive. But when the receiver is open by seven yards. You should be able to hit him. That's all I'm saying. And I'm a Tua truther. I love Tua. Yeah. But Ty, 
I've never seen something like this guy. Yeah, I mean, he's special. But I also will put one other offensive player in here, and that's Christian McCaffrey. I was surprised you didn't have him. Well, I don't have him here, like, in the top five. I would put him, like, six, seven, somewhere in there, and maybe a defensive player uh, that, uh, you know, we'll see see what happens when the playoffs finish. But for me, anyway, the top five are the five I just gave you, and then Christian McCaffrey. I need you to pick one. I need the pre- I need the Boomy Award. I'm gonna go Brock Purdy. Oh come on! Oh, right does, now I'm he going does Brock it Purdy. again. He says it to hurt me, scones. That's what that is. <laughs> All right, my vote would be Tyreek Hill. Okay. The Couch Potato Award is granted to the player who has shown the most egregious lack of effort in a singular moment this oh, season. Oh, Deontay Johnson, wide <laughs> receiver of the, the Steelers. That's easy. I mean, we all saw it. He saw it. He had apologized to his players, teammates. I don't know if it did any good watching him still. He looks like he's checked out. But how, how does that happen at this level? He's frustrated. He's not getting the ball. He doesn't have a quarterback that can get him the ball, doesn't like the offense, doesn't like his involvement in it. So he basically, you know, winds on the field by not playing, not showing effort. And I, it's also a reflection of Mike Tomlin, unfortunately, just dealing with the, these things without sitting a guy down and taking his uniform away from him and well, not and letting him play. It's a bit of a dirty secret, too, as they did it for years with A.B. Uh, uh, look, it's production intolerance, and I don't think he's that productive to be that tolerated. All right, the offensive rookie of the year. Uh, that would be C.J. Stroud, and that's an easy one. That it, it is. I mean, he is just amazing what he's doing. And, you know, he's going to play in clement weather on Sunday against the Jets, but I do think – He's far and away won the award already. He can miss the rest of the season. Can I offer you just an off-board, you know, sure. like a, hey, thanks for coming. You're at the award ceremony, but yep. you have no chance of winning it. Sure. Sam Laporta. Yeah, 100%. A great tight end for the Detroit Lions. It's had a fantastic season. Will continue to be, uh, you know, a big part of their offense. But C.J. Stroud's the quarterback. Yeah, team. no doubt. No, yeah. you want something fun historical-wise? Players in their first 12 games who have had at least – 50 catches, at least 625 yards, and at least eight touchdowns. It's Justin Jefferson, Anquan Bolden, Colston. Um, I'm spitballing here. It's the other Saint, Michael Thomas, and Sam Laporte. Wow. That's pretty, crazy. Pretty good company. And it CJ, is. believe me, CJ Stroud is in a lot of good company, too. No doubt. Way. I just I wanted to shout yeah. out the tight ends. They yeah. don't get enough love. All right. All right. The Adam Gase Award, which is awarded to the person <laughs> who had either the most bizarre <laughs> or ridiculous press conference oh. moment of the season. Well, there's a lot of them. I mean, I could probably go Bill Belichick anytime he loses. I could go Mike uh, uh, McDaniel anytime he walks in and says a joke and nobody laughs. But I think the intensity of one in particular would be that of Brandon Staley when they were asking him as to whether or not he was going to continue to calling the defensive uh, plays for the Chargers. I think it would be Staley, that moment of stop asking me that question. I'm calling the defense. Yeah, we know. You stink. Or McDaniel in Frankfurt, Germany, walking in and deadpanning the press pool with, I know, you thought I'd be bigger. (laughs) <laughs> or whatever, whatever yeah, he said. Well, you could you could actually take any of the Mike McDaniel press conferences and put it up there because they're actually all uh, fascinating. Defensive rookie of the year. Got to be Jalen Carter of the Eagles, I believe. Maybe Devin Witherspoon, the defensive back uh, out in Seattle's made some amazing plays. Eileen Witherspoon, just because he's not surrounded by all the awesome that Carter is up front with the Eagles, yeah. but Carter has been. Uh, it ain't a Bible to me, but it's a reference point. He is a top five defensive tackle on pro football. Well, when, you know you, you know what happened to him in college. He fell into the laps of the, uh, the Eagles. They took a chance. They always seem to take chance on players that have some issue in their life. 
here or there, but I will say that he has lived up to it. And, you know, you saw him running after Josh Allen a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, that's the lasting image that you have a 340-pound guy running after Josh Allen and well, was, almost getting it. It was twice in that game, too. Jordan Davis pulled it off as well. Yes, it he was did. crazy. Um, the game of the year. That Bills-Eagles game was pretty impressive. Back and forth they went, quarterback, quarterback, making plays in the second half. Jalen Hurts finding his game over time. Uh, to me, that I, feels like that would be the game of the year, and it's the most recent one that makes me feel that way. The I want these three hours back when I'm on my deathbed game of the year, meaning uh, worst singular use of three hours watching football this fall. Can I give you nine uh, hours of watching <laughs> What is it, football? every Patriot game? Uh, yeah, it's basically <laughs> Indianapolis, they lose 10-6. to six. It was the Giants, they lose 10-7. to seven. Oh, And it was the Chargers, they lose 6 nothing. That was the three games in a row that they just lost right prior to beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. And all the rules are geared towards the offense. It's supposed to be easier to score. I mean, their defense has been amazing. It has. It has really been amazing, but their offense is just impossible to watch. The Hamburglar Award, given to the player just stealing money. Well, I got two guys on this list, but they both got hurt, so I feel bad about this. And that would be Daniel Jones and Aaron Rodgers. But they're both hurt. They're both being paid a lot of money. Uh, I was shocked that Daniel ended up getting $82 million from the Giants. Uh, I don't want to pick on guys that got hurt because, you know, you never know whether or not they can come back from either one of these injuries. But Aaron Rodgers is making enough money with his weekly spot with Pat McAfee, so I don't feel so bad for him. Fair. And, and look, Jones wasn't good when he was healthy. I mean, to, to be fair. I mean, these are big money guys, and I'm sure right, that there want, are a few you other want, guys. You want a stealing money award after his ridiculous comment about dominance? How about Evan Neal? Uh, yes, uh, he's he had some problems. I could also say Jordan Whitehead of the uh, – the the, uh, the Jets, who basically compared his defense to the '85 Bears, not not a not a good idea. Right. The this is the Boomer Esiason deal here. The I wish I started award to the league's best back. I'm not giving it to Tyson Bajan. I know you think that's that's where I'm going, but I'm going to go with Aiden O'Connell of the the Raiders. You know, he won a couple games when Antonio Pierce took over. He's been out there the longest, and thus far he's accorded himself exceptionally well. Second on this list. But he started the season as a starter, but then came in as a backup would be Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, I, it was kind of a fake starter, though. It was like, hey, surprise, it's 24 hours before the year, and you're we, starting. Welcome. But he was starting for the Cardinals yeah. before he got traded to the Minnesota Vikings, where he didn't get into the game until Jaron Hall got hurt, and then he went in and won two games, Yeah, which was amazing. But I'm going to give it to Aiden O'Connell just because he's a younger kid. And uh, he knows not what he's he's okay. doing. Scones, do me a solid. I want you to save these. Five weeks from now, we come back and we give. We actually we're gonna have we're gonna have real awards. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna Noted. be Swarovski crystals. All right, that is kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. We are back with you next week, week fifteen in the National Football League. Can't wait to do it. Talk to you then. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti.